Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am your host, Tom Barton. Guys, go check us out at Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, hashtag S-G-N, on all the social media channels. That's where you can find us at sportsgarden.com as well. I got to tell you, look, the hockey playoffs are still going strong. We will touch on that, but the NBA playoffs have suddenly become all about the playoffs. I mean, we often get into the superstar angle. Um, We often get into the idea that there are other things going on in the NBA, if you know what I'm saying, right? Uh, A a little byproduct of what people want to push. This year, it's, it's just been about the playoffs. It's just been about the NBA playoffs in a really great way. In a really great way, we are looking at this as a pure playoff series. Now, we have Nuggets, Lakers, and Celtics, and the Heat. These are four unlikely participants. I mean, look, the Celtics, you could say, people thought were going to be there. I don't think many people, or if anybody, really, outside of maybe Miami, thought that the Heat would be here. The Nuggets consistently get close, but I don't know if people thought that this was going to be the year that the Nuggets finally go over. And then the Lakers are certainly an underdog team. Look, this team was only five games over, or four games over 500, and a game under 500 on the road. So we have some unlikely pairings, but it makes for some good basketball. It also makes for an opportunity to make some money. So before we move forward, let's look back, right? The Joker is, he should have won his third MVP. He is the best player on the planet. I don't think you can argue that anymore. I don't think that you should be arguing that, especially after what he did in game one. Now, Jokic can have ridiculous games like this, but this was absolutely ridiculous. 34, 21, and 14. Now, sports books, by the way, have adjusted to him when you're talking about triple doubles. Double, double. If you want to get a double, double from Jokic, and I I hit this a couple times during the year. You want to get a double, double from him, you're paying some astronomical numbers. Pay minus 550, minus 600, or more in some spots. For a triple-double, a triple-double, this is how good he is and how much the sports books are, are looking at him as that player. For a triple-double, he's barely plus money. For a triple-double, you're getting like plus 125 or something like that. So it'll tell you the extent of Jokic. Now, I know the series itself The Nuggets, obviously, have taken a pretty big lead. You could get the minus 270. The Nuggets don't lose at home. The Lakers don't win on the road. They have this all in their favor. It seems like a Nuggets kind of series. But let's be honest. Look, the Nuggets jumped out to that first game. Uh, They were up uh, 72 to 54 at the half and then lost that lead. They lost that lead so much. Oh, by the way, they won by six. The spread was six and a half. So a lot of people with that late missed free throw really got screwed here in a game that the Nuggets completely and utterly dominated. So looking to game two, how do you go about this, right? How do you go out there and combat the sports books for game two? Well, Denver's now five and a half point favorites. The the general thinking here is that, well, Denver can't go 
and just dominate like they did again, but they still didn't cover. People are going to be on the Lakers. Look, the Denver Nuggets are 34-7 at home. Okay? The Lakers, like I said, a game under 500 on the road. So you could sit back and make all kinds of uh, predictions of what you think, but the Denver Nuggets have shown us time and time again they generally don't lose on the road. So they're minus 5.5. Do you feel good about laying the 5.5? I personally would. I would feel okay with that. But if you don't feel good about that, how about minus 220 to win the game? See, this is where you have to start to, to think about this. Jokic, 24.5 points per game during the regular season, 12 rebounds per game during the regular season, and 10 assists, just under 10 assists per game during the regular season. You want to go back into him and say, you know, he, he's, he's going to have another big game. But this was extraordinarily huge. And the sports books know that. They know how big of a game he had. They also know that people that are sitting back and watching this series strictly for the basketball standpoint are going to throw a couple of bucks on it. Well, you know what? I'm going to go Jokic. I'm going to go with Jokic. I'm going to go triple-double or whatever else. They're going to adjust the books. I'm looking and I'm trying to find what do we have on him for prop bets early on, okay? And I knew that there would be an adjustment, but this is the adjustment that we have. Jokic over under 29 and a half points for game two. Now, while he is a phenomenal player and he's the best player on the planet, the thing is, is that he cannot make a lot of uh, uh, shots and, and not even take a lot of shots and still be effective. And we've watched that. So he's got 34 and 32 and back to back, 29 before that, 53 before that, 30 before that. He's done it pretty well here but he's kind of come close in a couple of games. Again, if you expect a big blowout, maybe Jokic over the points is in the best situation. So we'll go back a little bit further, okay? 24 game one against Phoenix. You go back to the conference semifinals. 28, 43, 20, 27, 13. Those are the type of games that he hasn't taken over offensively to the point that you think. I think 29 and a half, at minus 109 over on Caesars. I think that that's a fair amount. I think that's a fair bet. I don't love it, though. No, I don't. I, I don't absolutely love that, strictly because I could see Yoka going out there and scoring 25 and still dominating the game because he does that. LeBron James, meanwhile, his over-under is 26. Antonio Davis is 24 and a half, but you're laying uh, quite a bit. So if you think the Lakers are going to play, Maybe you take both of them. One of them is going to have a big game. You have a chance that both would. Now let's look at Jokic's assists, okay? Because the assists are something that they do fluctuate quite a bit with him. He had 14 last game, 12 before that, 12, 11, 17, and then 5-5 five and five against Phoenix. Then you go back to Minnesota, 12-6, 12-9-6. He's on a streak of five games where he's scoring in just an astronomical amount, okay? Although you still wouldn't have hit one of those games. And he's his assists have been tremendous. So where do you have Jokic assist? Over 10 and a half at plus 108 is all of a sudden interesting. This is an all of a sudden interesting situation. It's interesting because it's a lower number than I expected. I thought he would have about a 12. So over he needs 11 assists for you to cash this at plus money. Coming off of 14, 12, 12, 11, and 17. He's got a five-game streak where he's beaten them. Again, not as inflated. The points are inflated. The points have been 26-27 for a while. Now it's at 29.5. The assists are a little inflated. I've seen 9.5s out there, but it's not as inflated as I expected. 
I'm looking at that and I'm saying, yeah, the assist could be something to take. And then we go to the all-important rebounds. Now, let's be very clear here. The Lakers started with a small lineup. They intentionally went small to open up the game. And they were out-rebounded 20-3. to They intentionally went small. They tried something. Talk about bad coaching. Whatever you want to say. They tried it. It didn't work. They're not going to do that again. So you go on their side and you got LeBron James over nine and a half at plus money. Anthony Davis over 12 and a half plus money. But the guy that we want to look at is Jokic. 13 and a half is the number right now. Let's look at his rebounds. 21, 10, 13, 4, 17, 16, 19, 17, 11, 11, 9, 14. That's the playoffs. Guys, he's got a 17 in there. He's got a 19 in there. He's got two 17s in there, a 19, and the 21. Outside of that, he's at that 10 range, right? 13, 14. He's close. He's there. But again, that's an inflated line. Most of the postseason, coming into the postseason specifically, and then after that, most of the postseason, it's been about 10, 10 and a half. Now, all of a sudden, it's 13 and a half. That is a huge jump up. So if you're looking to take Jokic, you're going to pay the premium here. And that's what I wanted to touch on because you know that people are going to go out there and they're going to want to play this, right? You know that the premium is going to be paid if you are going for Jokic. And right now, over 53 and a half is total points, assists, and rebounds. Now you break that down, over 53 and a half. You got to think that he's going to get, you know, 12, 13 rebounds. Okay, that brings that, that, that down to about 40, right? You know, 10, you gotta, he, he's got to get 30, 10 or 11, and about 13, 14. It's an astonishing line again. It's, again, an astonishing line at 53 and a half. I would rather turn around and take over 42 for points and rebounds because he could go nuts and score 40 points again. Or he could go crazy on the rebounding side and get 20-something rebounds again. And then you only need 20 points. I like that, although I do like the assist. So if I'm betting this and you want to have a little fun with with betting the prop play on this situation, how about over 42 points uh, and rebounds combined and then go over the assist at plus money? You can do that. That's not a a situation that would kind of throw me off. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Now you look at the other side. You want to look at the Lakers side. Uh, Anthony Davis is 40 for points, assists, and rebounds. Remember, his rebounding number is massive, so they're looking at him. And LeBron James is 41 and a half. Now let's take a look at the Celtics series, which is, is just beginning now. Celtics, and I call it the Celtics series because the, the number is crazy. So for game one, it's eight, okay, that, that, that we get. But for the series itself, the series betting, the Celtics are minus 600. 600. That is a crazy number. Again, Denver's only minus 270, and they already have a game in pocket. I'm not telling you that the Miami Heat are going to win here, but at plus 450 coming back, uh, you you almost have to sort of like them. They're they're baiting you here to take them. I'm not taking them for the series, but they're sort of baiting you here for, for what you're looking at. How about some individual players? You expect Jimmy Butler to be really good. If they are going to win, well, Jimmy Butler is pretty jacked up there, right? Like we said, and I tell you guys this all the time, what you look at 
when you look at these kind of uh, situations where we're talking about prop bets, especially in championship mode, they're going to ju- ju- jump everything up and jump it up to, to a pretty bad degree. Jimmy Butler over 27.5 at minus 130, so that might get to 28. He's got 24, 19, 27, 28, um, 25 uh, in, in, in the game and the series against the Knicks. That means in the series against the Knicks, he would have gone over this total one time. One time by a half a point. And that might get to 28 in some sports books. Okay? One time. Now he's going up against arguably the best defense in the league. Arguably, you can argue that it's the best defense in the league. Yeah, that that's that's a little bit tough. Jason Tatum in the same kind of uh, situation, right? Jason Tatum, when you look at what he's doing, Jason Tatum points over 28 and a half. Now, he had 51 last game, but 19 before that. 36 before that, but 24 before that, 27 before that, 7 before that. And then he got 39 and 30, and then a 19 before that. He's so up and down, guys. He's so up and down. I just wouldn't go anywhere near it. It's just not, he's not somebody that I feel comfortable with. I think he's a great player, but he's not somebody that I feel comfortable going anywhere near if you're going out there and you're trying to kind of capitalize on his points. And the same thing with Jalen Brown. They set Jalen Brown at 24 and a half. Now, 25 last game, so you would have won that. 17, 24, 23, 23, 25, 23. The entire series against the 76ers, he would have went over twice and both by a half a point, and you're laying points, so you might get that 25. So now that's jacked up all of a sudden. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You go to some rebounds here, and some Celtics rebounds are what people are going to like. Jalen Brown over 5.5 is minus 145. Now, he's had six and three straight games. But he had a seven sandwich by three in between that. So you're laying a big-time premium on a player that I think is a good player. I think he's a very good player, but you're laying a premium on him at minus 145. They are really jacking the prices up here. Again, unless you want to just have fun going under, which I like to do. But I know a lot of you guys are going over. How about the Jimmy Butler total rebound? Six and a half. He had eight, seven, six, four, zero. Oh, well, that zero goes. Uh, 11, eight, nine. There might be a spot. Jimmy Butler over six and a half, that might be a spot that you kind of go out there and say, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. Jimmy Butler over for the rebounds makes a little bit of, uh, of sense. I'm not going anywhere with him as an assist. Yeah, look, against the Knicks, he had a nine and a 10. But outside of that, every game in the playoffs, he had four or less. Now he's out there with a five and a half number, kind of like the under there. If you want to take an under. Kind of like the under there. Jalen Brown, under the three and a half. Hey, turn around and you go two, four, two. Got a couple of fives, a couple of fours. Two, five, four. Yeah, another under there. So if I'm looking for prop bets, and I'm talking about the the Celtics and uh, Heat series, and I want to talk about some prop bets with these two series, everything that I'm looking at is I'm saying, you know, they really put these numbers, the scoring numbers, Pretty up there. I mean, look, they're, they're pretty up there. They're pretty high. If you want to get away from the scoring numbers um, and how astronomically high they are, look at something else. I kind of like Jokic's assists a little bit, but I do like the under. Jimmy Butler under, Jalen Brown under are both value plays here. Don't get tied into a spot where you're falling into what they want you to do. And what they want you to do is hit the stars, hit the overs, expect lots of scoring. That's what they want you to do. 
and they're going to price it out. The same thing with Jokic, the same thing with James, and they know the big players, and they're going to price it out, and they're going to gouge you, and they're going to minus 145 on it, and and the number's astronomical because nobody likes to bet player props under it. I've been talking about it for a while. Player props under will pay. It will pay, and it will pay handsomely. I think that the Celtics win the series. I don't love laying the eight, and I'm not laying 600. I think that the Nuggets are decent value, and yeah, I'm still talking about value at minus 270. I actually think that you have a shot there. But I don't love laying the five and a half. I would rather go for the 220. But I think you're going to be okay laying the five and a half. Um, I don't expect another historic all-time, maybe the greatest game we've ever seen in a playoffs kind of record by Jokic again, but I expect him to do really well. So I'm going to stay really close away from his points total. Uh, Right now, I think it's just overshot. Maybe as the series comes down, his, his number will come back down. Uh, but right now, it's a little overshot. Last uh, thing about the NBA. I, I, I know everybody got all up in arms because the Spurs got the number one pick. Uh, Victor Wembenyama goes number one. I mean, I think we all kind of know that. But here's the thing. Are you laying two to one for him to win rookie of the year? You can get the field at plus 150. You can get the field, guys, at plus 150. Look, you look at, at, at Webb and Yama, and the accolades are there. People are just going crazy about him. He's a skinny guy, okay, that may not reach his peak until they bulk him up, which might not be year one. He's a skinny guy that will be abused in the paint. It is, for lack of a better term, right? He's a skinny guy that could very well lead to injuries. It could very well lead to a problem because of that. Maybe just some missed games because he is not in what I would consider NBA shape right now. Now, look, he could hit the ground running. That's fine. I'm not laying two to one. And I got the field at plus 150. And I got a guy like Scoot Henderson's probably going to go two or maybe three. Scoot Henderson coming in there. And Henderson has an opportunity. You get Henderson at plus 150 for Rookie of the Year. I like the field here, guys. I know Wembenyama is, is the talk of the town. And everybody loves him, and he's going to be great. He's, he's, he's going to be the next LeBron and all that. Guys, there are reasons to take the field. And the biggest reason is you're getting two to one back on your money. Two to one back on your money means something. All right, guys, enjoy the NBA. We'll circle back again next week. See where we are at. We may have some championship participants by that time. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.